What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Yep. Okay. So, how was your Christmas? Ah, uh, wow. That was a good version of the song we just sang. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. We nailed it. Nailed it. We nailed it. Nailed it. Um, how was my Christmas? I came out to my mom's on the twenty third. Mm-hmm. Which and you're still there. In the morning. I'm still here. Oh yeah. I really only came to my mom's house this year for like two days over the summer. I think you were here too. Yes. I think so. And that was that was it. That was the only time I came the whole year because I didn't come for Thanksgiving. What is well, Thanksgiving? I don't even remember what I was in I was in San Francisco and you saw a bunch of shows. I was in Germany. Oh, that's right, right. You were in Germany. So you came out to your mom's on the 23rd, and then the 24th, you just watched movies and cooked? Oh, we watched lots of movies. Jane, Aunt Jane's here. She brought screeners. She's She broke the, uh, a week ago, she broke the very top of her humerus, uh, her upper arm. Uh-huh. That's hideous. Because she got tripped on the streets of Chicago accidentally, and she, like, took the whole weight of her fall on her shoulder. Uh. And so her, the ball of her arm, like, shattered, basically. That's awful. I know, it's hard. That's awful. So what did, what did we do? I prepared a lot of food. Um, oh, the very first thing we did when Jane and my mom picked Kirsten and I up from the train station is that we went to King Cullen, which was absolutely insane. I'm sure. 5,000 people there. I'm sure. Anyways, we got the all Long of our Island food. The Long Island King Cullen is really, uh, around a holiday, is just, it's... It's a hitch. A, yeah, it's a circle of hell. Yeah. And, you know, Jane is a movie producer. So generally she's like, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're eating. We'll need this many of everything. Right. But she's kind of like, well, I can't do anything. So you do it. So I was like, okay. If I was her, I would have stayed in the car. I would have just stayed in the car <laughs> was, and put the radio scared. on. I would be so afraid of someone like <laughs> bumping me, you know, just Hampton's <gasps> Christmas fury. Um, totally. But we got, you know, ingredients to make. My mom was like, you're making a pineapple upside down cake. And I'm like, well, I'm allergic to pineapple. She was like, oh. And I was like, so I'll do, I'll do pears. Um, so I made a pear upside down cake for Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve dinner, which we had at Sharon's house. And she made linguine and clams yes, as yes. usual. So delicious. It's so good. And we went over to my brother's house on Christmas morning to give the children presents and um, uh, we brought this uh, Max. Oh, we babysat Max on the morning of Christmas Eve nice. for a few hours, and we like made a gingerbread house. Maria brought sort of like a pre-made grocery store gingerbread house thing, and we like we glued candies to it with the icing. And then uh, my mom insisted that we take it out of this house, so we brought it to Maria and Jack's house on Christmas morning. And then Henry, who's two years old, lost his mind because he wanted to eat all the candies. Right. And then we had to take the house away from him, and then he had a meltdown. So that was hard. Wow. And then Jane gave Henry an entire bagel to chew on. So he was, like, gnawing on a bagel for a while until he got bored of it, and he dropped it on the floor. And then Winston, the dog, dog, Uh um, suddenly was choking (gasps) on bagel. And... It was terrible because he could sort of breathe, but it was stuck in his windpipe. So every like couple minutes, he'd like go, he'd like just start shaking and trying to scratch his head off. Basically, like he'd go crazy, like he was having seizures, and it was really scary. And um, no one wanted to like just reach down there and like hold his jaw open and just try to tried, like reach we in tried. there. We tried. We reached, and then eventually we it passed. Eventually, his esophagus it moved. It passed, and then Christmas. Winston was wag, wagging his tail like it had uh-huh. never happened. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it. We watched Mary Queen of Scots last How was night it? and it was n- not great, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the performers, the performers are good. I mean, Margot Robbie is so fantastic. She was so great. And her prosthetic nose was so good. And Saoirse Ronan was great. They oh, were wow. great. And it was a story I didn't know about. And so I learned. I learned. I, I, lived, I didn't know about I that story. It's a really good one. That's hard. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Just really uh, family, you know? And then what did what did you do? So on Christmas Eve day, I went to my doctor's. Okay. To, to be like, give me testosterone. Oh right. 
Um, because those, that testosterone thing came back low, but he was like, well, your regular testosterone is fine, but your free testosterone, that's a little low, but what's that I mean? think free. So free testosterone is just like the free roaming tea in your body. And he was like, do more legs at the gym. And that might just sort of free it up. And I was like, Ugh, can't you just give me a shot? <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like, no. Um, so he's, so they're testing it again to see it's, I'm so annoyed, you know, it's like, I just, it makes me just want to get a new doctor. I'm like, it's also not like it's below low for what you want for your free tea, but he was like, it can change. And because you're regular overall testosterone is fine. I don't want to do something. So, um, uh, that was that, but I did, but I was like, but I'm like, tired and irritated and he was like well here let me give you some shots of b12 so i did get to um come home and inject myself with some vitamin b what do you mean Um, you had to stick a needle in your body yeah i got four little vials of vitamin b and syringes and then i came home and i filled that red juice up into a syringe and stuck it in my butt wow yeah you didn't even make jeremy do it you did it yourself I did it myself, please. He was like, have you ever given yourself a shot? And I was like, I think so. I can do it. It's fine. (laughs) You're like, it was Botox and I stole it? But yes. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. I did not steal Botox, but that story is that I stole... What did I take? I don't remember what I took. And I I guess it was stealing. It was um, something else that I can't remember. A cortisone. Yeah, because I had got, I had had like a, oh, a pimple. pimple that I was like, get rid of this. And I went to some dermatologist and they were like, they did one, but not the other. Like I had one on my forehead and one under my eye, which is rare because my skin is good. And they did the forehead and she's like, I'm just going to give you a cream for that one under your eye. And I was like, how about just use the cortisone shot you just did? And she's <clears> like, no. And then uh, when I left, I just grabbed one of those syringes and came home and did it myself. And I went away lickety split. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, In my face, no less. So I was fine giving myself a shot in the butt. And then um, we roasted two chickens and Paige came over and had made the most amazing potatoes I've ever had in my life, which were like scalloped potatoes with uh, cheese and I think cream and pancetta. Mm. And um, Desiree came over. Have you met Desiree? No. She's about to move to Philly, but she's amazing, and she's she's who I've been getting my hair cut from for oh, yes. I have years. Met her. I don't know yes. what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So she came she... over with her boyfriend, and they brought their vegan. So they brought some Brussels sprout, what have you. <sighs> and I also made a big salad, and we all ate and went over. Where did you grow up, and what was your favorite birthday and your favorite Christmas? Oh, that's nice. You know, like yeah, I was gonna say sad questions, but yeah, also nice. And we did um this thing where on um, satellite, I typed in my home address that I grew up in. And then we looked at the house I grew up in. Oh yeah. Google image or Google earth or whatever. I mean, Google earth. What an, what an incredible way to spend time. If you wanted to, you could look up anywhere you've been that you have an intense memory. And I guess here's my advertisement for Google earth. Yeah. Um, also Paige made a incredible creme fresh homemade ice cream. Yummy. And we ate that with a cheesecake that uh, Desiree and her boyfriend had brought from, um, so I guess they're not vegan in that moment, from um, Junior's. And (laughs) on Christmas Day, which was yesterday, Jeremy and I went to go see Roma, which, uh, you know, was an endless subway nightmare. And then um, we got there and it was sold out. So we so New York can you imagine we so sad. we okay we took the we just we took a subway back wow then uh we watched it on Netflix oh. which I was like meh I I didn't I didn't love it I have to say oh wow you need to see it on the big screen I understand but I actually think that the relentless pans would bother me then too <laughs> like. The kind of endless panning as style, I think eventually I'd be like, okay. And it was sort of, 
Um, I, I, it's a, it's a very well-made movie. It's just kind of, it's not for me. Oh, I thought it was so good. It was so beautiful. Really beautiful. Really beautiful. Did you cry when the baby was dead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of the spots you would have cried in. It was also so relentlessly tragic. I mean, she's really such this, she's the character of sort of, extreme almost you know it reminded me of like dancer in the dark or you know a woman who's gonna have to go through sort of relentless trials um, hardly jack she was just like a maid who had like a family that loved her that worked for a family that loved her and then she had a stillborn child with a dumb guy it's fine oh that review is amazing That review is amazing. She had a fine life. She works for that great family. That yeah. <laughs> that read is that's yeah yeah. That actually, Jeremy just said it's true. Well, it it all seemed pretty. It made me want to watch again *La Ceremonie*. Have you ever seen that? No. It's with Isabelle Huppert and a French actress I can't remember. And it's basically I think it was in the '90s, and it's a, a modern take on the maids. And it's these two maids, and they work for this really nice French family. And then they're just like, you gotta go. Um, and uh, they get rid of that family. Oh, oh, wow. In a, in a way that is, you know, shocking in that French way. Well, this um, is not like that at all. No, Rome is not like that at all. Um, and then that was it. And, and, and now Christmas is over. It's over, girl. Yeah. And we are heading towards New Year's. Mm. which I'm going to see you for. Yes. Okay, and he, so now we're going to cut to our our top fives. Um, obviously, when you hear this, it's before I saw Roma, where I, I thought that was going to be my favorite film of the year. I do think my favorite film of 2018, it's a film that will come out in 2019. It's Greta with Isabelle Huppert. <laughs> I just watched the trailer last night. The trailer is so incredible. I can't, I can't wait for it. It's wow. just... It's beyond. I'm I gonna like send that it to you, you psychically project your favorite films of 2018 <laughs> into the future. <laughs> into the future. Well, it's because Greta came out this year. It's just we in here have to wait for a release until spring because we. I didn't get to go to any of the festivals. You I mean, didn't. Festivals start having start having Reed and I come to your festivals. We clearly talk about films. We love movies, love them. We love movies, so there we go. That's a wish for 2019. Okay, we'll be right back. Bye. Why were you depressed? Well, it was the day after my birthday, and I started off the morning on the most packed train anxiety attack imaginable. One of my sewing machines broke. I became completely derailed. On the way home, I stopped into Trader Joe's, and I, it was as if the my emotional balloon was completely deflated as I, like, walked these empty aisles in the largest Trader Joe's on the eastern seaboard. Right. And was look, I was like, do I need pasta? I don't think so. And then I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to be there. And then as soon as I left, I was like, I'm okay. Oh, that's good. So it ended. Yes. I texted Russell and I said, I'm profoundly depressed. Uh-huh. And then I immediately wrote, probably because I'm in Trader Joe's. And then I left and I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> but at any okay. rate. That's good. Anyhow. Um, we're going to now share with you some, something we've been teasing for a while. Which is our tops. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. top fives. Our top fives. <laughs> yes, our top fives. So what should we start with? Yes, as this is dance and stuff, let's start, we'll start with, with dance. dance. Okay. So we're going to do our top five dance. Do you have them, like, in order or just, like, arbitrary? I guess I'm going to let people decide if I'm saying them in order or arbitrary. Oh, okay. You know, so... Are you going to start at the bottom? I'm not going to say. Okay. I'm going to start with how they came to me in my mind. Okay. Okay. You just have this memorized. I do. Wow. Because I also forgot my piece... Well, I forgot my piece of paper at home, and so I'm going to wing it. (laughs) You know. Okay. Um, So I'm going to start with Aaron Markey's singlet. It just... I, it was cathartic. It, I, I laughed so hard through that show, almost from like the beginning until the end, while also being completely shook by the rigor, Incredible. the writing, the the beauty, the 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 design elements were incredible. incredible. The choreography, the the way, Amazing. the the blocking. Uh, if we're talking about the more theater sense. And the connection 
between the two of them. It was really um, uh, miraculous and in its mercurial uh, and specific. It was not vague. I, I'm super no more vague. I can't stand a moment of, I don't want any more vague stuff. Okay. So I loved how specific it was. It also was. made my list, but I have to say only because you reminded me of it the other day. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't put that on my list. But it wasn't on my list originally. It is now. A of all because I didn't remember. B of all because it's not like a dance show. It's not in your wheelhouse. It's more that kind but of thing. But it was in my... obviously. You are obsessed. Perhaps the best thing of the year. There you have it. Aaron. Aaron Markey. Thank you. Okay. Name another one. Oh, I'm going to go down. Well, because I just did singlet as oh, okay, well. Okay, great. Um, Beth Gill. Why am I spacing? I, I'm spacing on the title. I'm going to do that a lot. I don't do titles of pieces. Okay, great. But Beth's show as part of Quadrille, yeah. also on my list. It was, I, uh, since, It was called like, you know, Since Cat's Parent Husk or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. It was called like Fort Green, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so, uh, since Catacomb, Beth has continually uh, impressed me with uh, this this deep psychic imagery that she is excavating and building into uh, physical iconographies. That the design is so incredible as well. It's I, I where wonder lighting. The, also, the musician John Young. Mm-hmm. It is. It's John Minacci. Minacci. John Minacci. John Minacci. Um, and um, oh, I can't wait to talk about my, my brilliant friend. Uh, that show, again, like Aaron's show, I started crying in Beth's show and then cried all the way to the end. Beth's show also made my list, and you already said all the things. So now I'm going to do one. Okay. Okay. Um... I have a few more. I, have a few I know more. what your next one's going to be. Really? Yeah. I don't have them in order. I just have a guess of what you're going to say next. Kyle? Yes. That's, I knew you were going to say Kyle Abraham at New York City Ballet. Kyle's piece at New York City Ballet was just a really important moment. Yeah. And I think just as a whole, it wasn't an evening length work or anything. It just was like, it was super important and meaningful and exciting. And I was ha- happy to be there. And I'm so... Yeah. Uh, I feel like privileged to, to live in these times. Kyle, <laughs> and you danced for Kyle. And Kyle's we lived together. Guess. He's you watched lived with Kyle in college. Yeah, that's so sweet. I know he watched me make pasta and like obsessive. So weird that year of college. I was like, I make bread. I was so oh. weird. I was really like everything from scratch and scratch from everything. So I mean, he's what he watched me go through some like OCD. And look at her now. Who? Kyle. Oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, and you. And you. Um, do you want to do another one then? Yes. Um, the Judson series at MoMA Important. has been really moving for me. Both, I've been to like five or six of them. The David Gordon one was so moving. I the, feel like that one moved you the most. Maybe. The Yvonne one was also really right. moving. And the Lucinda one was so pleasing. My form. God, extreme form. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I love watching people do math on stage, but like in that, like just by trotting. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I mean For- full, full shapes. Oh, it was great. It was really Relentless like geometry. Is the equation? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so and, there, and beyond that, all the performances have been you know worth seeing. They're ongoing. You can still go. Um. And it's, I love watching dances in the atrium at MoMA. I'll just say it. I wish I could do a dance in the atrium at MoMA. MoMA, please, Jack, have, please commission. have me commissioned so that Reed can dance in the atrium at MoMA. Or just commission me and I'll put on a white dress or whatever. By the way, that white dress thing, you were right. Like, I know you think it should come back and back. Those dresses have gotten so much mileage, uh-huh. visually, performatively. From when, a fashion show. Yes. I do feel like and Harriet it, did we years really ago should just pursue show. that angle and only yeah. that angle. It's a really good angle. It was also, when I think back on shows I've been in, either made or done with you, I'm like, that's when I want to do it. You had an enjoyable experience. I actually really loved doing it. Well, because we were like... 
here's three words of a script. Now right. enjoy yourself for half an hour. And I thoroughly <laughs> can. Well, um, that was clearly one of the best shows of the decade. A worst um, fashion show, absolutely. <laughs> fully agree. Um, on that note, on my on my list mm-hmm. is, uh, I watched the... I mean, I was able to watch a lot of them, and then I also watched the whole thing again, like, as a cohesive thing on YouTube, um, but I was there for it live. I really think that what you and Harriet did at the Guggenheim is... That's really nice. I've, well, and I'm, I'm not being nice. I'm... You know me, I'm not nice. I'm Honestly, it was something, when I look at who you picked, how the evening went together, uh, it was... It was so open while also having very uh, very specific points of view of people who you've worked with and have impacted in a way that I feel your designs have impacted those artists, those artists have impacted you. And that evening was just really lovely, beautiful, and funny and entertaining. And so- I'm trying to receive all of this. You can receive as much as you want. because it's compliments for you, so it's like, you're gonna dissociate. Um, it was, I mean, I, it was famously referred to as a poo-poo platter during one of the Q&As, hey, which Adrian. kind of derailed me, but um, thank you. I also thought it was a good show. I thought it was, uh, yes. right. Yes, at any rate. And I've gotten so many comments on it. Interesting. I've received- You made a great piece for it. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Well, there's us. Thank you. So thank we're you. both basically all the top fives of the past I'm, year. Uh, I'm going to talk about a now very separate one, which yes. is Juliana Mage. So. Also on my list. Wow. It really, I needed that show. That was one of those shows, and this is true for Aaron, for Beth, for Juliana, um, for how I felt uh, about the the piece that the pieces you guys curated I am looking for an experience I said this recently in rehearsal I want an experience when I go see something Mm -hmm. and so you can use dance or theater or performance art or whatever you want just to give me an experience because I have seen a lot of dance a lot of theater and when I in theater when I start to feel like I'm being told something when I was like being these are things that are difficult or in dance when I just, it's like extreme indulgence. Like a dance can go to this extreme indulgent place where I'm like, oh, I just, I'm like almost at like the circus here. Um, but an experience where I'm not quite sure where I am. And then I start to get feelings vis-a-vis the art. Right. It is impeccable. And Juliana's show, I needed that. Show. It was medicine. a great show. It was concise. It was yes. exciting. It was virtuosic. Yeah. It was meaningful without yeah. being, without having any overt meaning. Yeah. It was great. It was so great. It was good looking. All those women were incredible. Yeah. Really okay. good. I have two more that are just things I saw that you did not see. Okay. One of them was a piece called the man in black i believe which is a james kadelka piece that i saw in canada when i was there working which was a quartet it was incredible um just like formally there are some clips online that are not indicative of how amazing the piece is so there's that the other one was i really did enjoy the anna trace to kiersmacher brandenburg i had like a great time i didn't see that it was it was epic it was the music was beautiful and sometimes complicated and the dancers were great and the dances were great it was a great show um that's one, the end of my dance list and one more for me i think that's it then is that be the five i really and you worked on it the amount of relentless choreography that pam did for four quartets a definitely is, honorable like, mention to four quartets it's, it is a Pam is famously on. called the best dance in history ever. <laughs> Pam. Pam, well, and off of that, Pam, you're on a roll. Um, and uh, it was a beautiful, stunning. Um, the duet between Zach and Melissa. Thank you. Yeah. Loved amazing. That section amazing. in it was so, and where it related to Kathy who is uh, reading uh, for quartets and how this time was talked about in that was really beautiful. Your piece gets honorable mention, obviously. Everything's imaginable? Yeah. Oh. I mean, and I think, like, Jeremy has, like, a big part to do with that because he really 
gave it a, a loop. Jeremy said, I mean, huge doodle queer belly flaps. Yeah. For TV, let's move to TV. My brilliant friend, I finished watching it last night. Oh, those books, Elena Ferrante is my fave. Everyone who's heard the podcast knows that. The, the, it looks exactly like how I imagine. Precise. It's how they managed to fit all of the material into eight episodes. Uh, was brilliant in terms of screenwriting. The acting is profound. They, and it is this the story of um, being crushed by a patriarchal society and trying to find ways to survive it. Really gets. Do me. you think? I it's not on my list. I did enjoy it. Enjoyed. I mean, it is devastating every step of the way. Did you cry watching it? No. I full cried. Because here's the thing. I think the actresses playing the the older versions uh-huh. are very good. They look exactly correct, but I do feel like they found the mood of their character and they never moved beyond it. There's like very little texture to their performances. I think that is exactly correct. Really? For, yes, because these these girls, think about yourself as a teenager, is at least how they look. But there's all this other subterranean stuff that's happening for the actresses playing Leela and Elena. My other issue was when Leela stood up in the bathtub and they mm-hmm. shot a body double. Right. And it was... It wasn't even, like, um... It's a crucial part in the book that when she sees her in the copper tub that she's filled with all this ambiguous feeling. Well, yeah, envy... As well as desire. Oh, yeah. But the body double was a bit over the top. I was really like, I'm sorry. Like, that's absurd. It was like a different color skin. It was like this crazy, 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 like, Victoria's Secret model with, like, a huge bush. I I really, it it really, I just, I understood. I I just was like, this is great. I I really, my only, I've loved, I love this show. I can't wait for it to come back. My only complaint has been the Max Richter music, which is... Just that it's so, it's not, it frequently really works. And then sometimes when I'm like, I've heard that, mm. is when I'm like, if all of this was done new. If I'd never heard all that music, which I've heard all of right. one million times, because I would have been like, dance. I'm so moved right, right, right. and emotionally connected to the material. Right. It's just we've seen dance to it. I'm not mad at Max Richter. I'm mad no. at the people who've made his music ridiculous, mm. which is everybody. Right. Yeah. Just because of oversaturation. Over, oversaturation. It's like when you're young and you hear the the Barbara Adagio for strings <sighs> for the first time and you think you've like discovered yes. like diamonds or yes. something. You've like yes. discovered the meaning of life. Your dorm room crying. And then you realize that like everyone else on earth has yeah. already cried to it. You know it's a really good Barbara song that I just went back to yeah. and then we have to move on. Mm-hmm. School for Scandal. Oh, the yeah. opening of School for Scandal, I was it's so incredible. Barbara's okay. Incredible. He is really good. Yeah. I mean, Medea. I mean, Key with a Heart. If you want something somewhat more challenging, but still British, move on to Britain. Hello. True. So good. Really good. So what are we talking about, TV? TV show. Okay. I, um, Queer Eye. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was really... It moved you. It moved me. You cried. Oh, almost every episode. And it was, like, super easy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Which I loved. Yeah, it was. And Jonathan was a revelation. Ah, love. Oh, Jonathan, please be on our podcast. We loves you so much. Off of that, my second one would be The Great British Bake Off, where when Kim Joy cried in this season, I lost my mind. No, The Great British Bake Off is my my absolute number one. Oh, that's your number one. Absolutely. beyond. Like, it has surpassed every TV program in history. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, that's Dynasty That's a fact. (laughs) Um, yeah, it is, it, like, when the opening credits roll, like, my body changes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I fill with joy and peace. Instantly. And, like, everything's okay. All right. I love it. I do feel that. It is a good clown event. Okay, so, my brilliant friend, that, that, what's, okay, can you do one now? I have to, you have to look. I'll do my third one then. Um... Uh, sharp Objects. Didn't watch it. Oh, it was so good. It really... I mean, there was a thing that happened at the very end of the show where they really 
spelled it out for you, and I was like, I didn't need that. This Sharp objects, you inside. would gag for Patty Clarkson in it. Patty Clarkson I love her is always, you. but I'm also kind of like, I can't with that kind of filmmaking. You can. You can. Watch I it over the break. cannot. You can watch it. For like the first two minutes, I was like, mm, too artistic. Oh, interesting. All right. It's, but it's not. It's just like a, it's like, like a mystery. Big Little Lies is artistic <gasps> enough. Ugh, Big Little Lies. I was wanted to put Big Little Lies because I watched it this year. Mm-mm, but it's but too I, late. I can't. I, okay. Right. Okay, um, so I did those. My, I have another one, which is Search Party. Search Party. Was, was that this year? I think the third, second season was this year. Okay, great. Great. Then I'm Phenomenal. also going to say Search Party, too. Phenomenal well show. Done. Amazing acting. Wow, okay. Some, yeah. It's like the most absurd mix of like... Uh, thriller and comedy I've ever seen. And everyone's really good. The actors are really good. The scripts are really good. We love everyone there. Okay, and there's one more, Uh which is... is, I really thought I was going to remember it. TV's hard, because we don't really watch... I don't love TV. TV. That was the hardest category for me. Okay, so obviously... This is a stretch, but all of the Bon Appetit content on their YouTube channel, I count You're counting that? Yes. Okay. And then also Versace got honorable mention. Oh, the Versace miniseries. Honorable mention. Oh, okay, then I'm going to pick that. Okay. Absolutely. I totally enjoyed that, as well as felt um, creeped out and moved. Mm -hmm. And um, the first few episodes, you know, I just had a hard... I just... It was hard getting, it. it was slow was, going. No, no, not that. Oh, okay, I was I'm fine sorry. with that. Um, the show called Killing Eve. You loved, you love it. I really did. And then I just stopped watching. I saw one episode and I liked it and I didn't pursue it. Well, you know, it's what happens. It's, I know. We really have to get like brought in. Okay. Was, and I, I just want to congratulate Brad, Andy, Claire, Carla. Bon Appetit. And I met that guy. Andy. I met Andy. Hi, Andy. So we're basically, like, involved with the Bon Appetit family, and they should have us on to make Jack's famous deli meat salad. <gasps> it's true. I can show you how to make a deli I would love to see the chefs of Bon Appetit yeah. taste that and be like, what? <laughs> Question mark? Truly, like, maybe throw up on the beautiful counters. <gasps> Why would they throw up? It's wonderful. It's okay. just, like, some, you know, salad greens and cut-up deli meat. Bon Appetit, I will say this, less drag queens, because I love drag queens. I think they're important to our time, but... There's drag queens on Bon Appetit. They've been doing a lot of drag queen segments. There's been one, two, three, four, five drag queen segments, and I'm... They're amusing, and also, like, we are veering off from the point. We want to learn and also be entertained. We don't just need, like, I don't know... You know, other people might have like a different. Other people might want. Shangela that. doing back-to-back cooking was so over the top. That sounds wonderful. Well, you can watch it. Okay. Um, uh, so now we're into movies. The most important category. I'm going to start by saying that I think my favorite movie of this year will be a movie I haven't seen yet, which is Roma. I think it's going to be my favorite movie of the year. I just haven't been you able to see it. You've watched it? Oh, you've watched it. I haven't it. seen it yet. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Because it's on Netflix, I know that, but I feel I have to see it in the movie theater. And by the time this comes out, I'm sure I will have seen it. Right. Should we stop? No, because that, I'm laying my phone. No, that. Oh! <laughs> the trash thing gets I see, I see, I see, I see. So I think, I know that's not fair. Another movie that I'm sure would have been my favorite movie of 2018 is Greta with Isabelle Huppert. The one minute clip. I love that, that I you're just like, it. my top five are movies I have not seen, but I'm sure <laughs> I will love it. Well, I uh, love The Lion King, Dumbo, Mary Poppins. Those are yours. Those are yours. I'm gonna, those are not for me. <laughs> I don't like things like that. Um, Greta with Isabella Pair, I'm sure will be my favorite. So movie you're doing the Roma. top five trailers. Okay, so I'm now I'll do the movie that I have seen the favorite. So good. Yeah. I was really like, yes, I've. Fully for the entire time was like I'm here for this experience. Yes, this is my favorite acting that I've seen Emma do. This is Olivia. Please, I hope she wins the Olivia Academy. Olivia Coleman win an Oscar. And um, then Rachel Weiss. Good. They I were love all good. that director. I, I enjoyed the director. movie from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it important? I don't know. Mm. Well, it is in this way when we think about. 
the juggernaut of capitalism and how close it is to a feudal state and how one has to sort of jockey oneself up right. the ladder. Mm -hmm. And so in that way, I feel that movie is those... The, the the system of kings and queens is still now. Kongs and kwongs. Kongs and kwongs. <laughs> Kongs and kwongs and the paw people. So the favorite was also on my lost. Uh -huh. And then, um, I have a very weird list. My goodness. Eighth grade. Oh, I didn't see For that. For those of you who didn't see it, it's really... Ouch. It'll get ya. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see that movie. So you can see, I won't say too much about it. It was a great movie. You should see it. The guy who plays... Elsie Fisher's dad, it was, he gave an incredible performance. Um, the kindergarten teacher. The kindergarten teacher was, it was second for me. I see it like not getting any momentum in the awards season and I'm like, what's happening? Well, where's Maggie Gyllenhaal? It's, it was released on Netflix. So that means that it can't, it can't go into sure? any Oscar contending. Are you sure? Yeah. Why would they do that with a performance like that? It would have had to have had a release. It would have had to have um, been released. I think. I think it was just. Wasn't it just released onto Netflix? I don't know. Because I remember when that happened years ago for this incredible movie that you should see called *The Last Seduction*, and with Linda Fiorentino, it was released on HBO. Everyone was like, "She's gonna get an Oscar." Nope, because it was released on HBO, not in the theaters. Hollywood. Oops. Kindergarten teacher, yes, it was. We've already talked about on the podcast, right? and incredible. And I'm very excited for Maggie's adaptation of The Lost Daughter. Yeah, book my two. favorite Ferrante. No, it's book three. It, out of the three books she wrote before the Neapolitan novels, it was the third oh, book. Interesting, it was the one that Elena Ferrante said gave her the courage to write the four. Oh, yeah. it's short and like Sweet. a knife. Oh, it's incredible. Opposite. Um, I okay. Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the Mr. Ni Mr. Rogers documentary. Jeremy watched that on the plane. I started to watch some of it, and I was like, I can't watch that. I knew I would cry. Like, I, I knew I'd cry all the way through it. Also, when I was a child, I didn't like Mr. Rogers. Really? Uh, I felt strange. Well, I felt like it felt too soft, and that bothered. I felt ugh, like I kind of it wasn't my deal. What about, okay, here's my next one that I loved, but also... I didn't see it in the theaters, I, it, which is Paddington 2. I know. Paddington 2 was on your list. Because I watched I it and I thoroughly that. enjoyed it. Oh, like, okay. I had a great time. I Hugh feel Grant. like you're going to cry during Dumbo. I think you're going to really, I think Dumbo's going to be... I, a bit, I, you know, Dumbo's not a big deal to me as a cartoon. Really? No, you I don't even like your remember mother stuff? It. No, mother stuff. My mom's alive. I know, but <laughs> you can still have like, other stuff with like a living mother. Yeah, my mom's like a good mom, and she's I know, still alive. But you really like I think about when we saw Obvious Child, and um, Jenny Slate got in bed with her mom, and you really—it was deep for you. I feel like you're transmitting onto me because I, I remember you literally that's like. But I think transmittance is also correct. It's just more like I remember when she got in the bed with her mom when they were having like this cozy oh, moment I mean, thing, and you were like, "That movie." And well, and then at the end of the movie, you were inconsolable. What's that? When the tears fell from oh that way, all on that oh, way for me. Yeah, huh. when she really was laying. I think you were really like acting. I think you were projecting onto her because you were like, yeah. "I want to do a scene where I can go like that tear, and then like that tear." I can really do that. I can cry and kill. Yeah. And then honorable mention, uh -huh. she, well, Roma was the best movie I saw this year, and maybe in my life. I can't wait. Yeah, everyone go see it. It's also on Netflix. Don't watch it on Netflix unless you have a screening room. Right. Um, honorable mention to Suspiria, because the first two thirds was so good and so beautifully put together. So, and that was on my list as well. For the first two thirds of Suspiria, I was like, this is, this is incredibly shot. I, this, it's having this really amazing... I mean, here we are, we're entry into mothers and witchcraft and women and... It's very spooky right now. It's just the wind. Oh. It's because we're in, like, this, you know, green the point wind warehouse. The wind in the willows. Um, so, yeah, first two-thirds, and then... No. That's it. Are you done with your movies? Uh, did I do five? Who can say? I didn't bring my list, so I can't remember what else I saw. I didn't see much else, but I really want to see 
this Japanese film called Shoplifters. I really, I, I really want to see the Korean movie called Burning. And so right. those are That's also Jay Daskendorf told us about them and Jay. Um, I think that's it. I don't, I'm trying to think if I saw any other movies. I can't remember. We're meant to do events now or something? News stories? I don't remember that. Was that one of them? I like remember it was somewhere on a list stories? that Jeremy sent at some point, but I don't like the news and the news is always sad. And I only liked the news when the Trump cronies started to get indicted. That felt good. Yeah, that feels good. That is a real, um, I... I, I my fantasy is that we do this more. I guess it's like yeah. a, when I looked back at how many guests we had, fifty. Oh, well, soon we'll have like fifty. Is it me guests. to do like top five guests? Because honestly, I don't remember most of We're it. We're not but, doing that because oh, it's like okay. choosing your top five children. Okay. Not. I don't want to do that. Oh. What is so? But in thinking about all of our guests, all I I really was like. This has felt really meaningful in terms of ex- things that I've. Let's do our top, like some top things for, that we had for ourselves in last year. I would say this. This is the first one that comes to my mind. podcast. Yeah, this everything is imaginable and the show for you at the Guggenheim. Yeah, the Guggenheim show was meaningful and like getting to be with my friends and and eye sickness. Rocky came and that feels I so love surreal. her. She'll be on. She'll. We have to have her on for her um, book. That's. Everything, this is the problem. Like, the podcast has felt novel and fun, but everything else has felt sort of like... <sighs> work. Yes, and I realize that my work is, like, sounds glamorous, but it's... it's not. It's, but it's at not. this point, for me, it's, it's just work. And yeah. um, thank you to all of our clients, and we love you, but, you know, we'll carry on. We, we move forward, and we do have these ridiculous jobs that are not real life. Dreams, fantasies, mainly that this horrible regime that we're under will end. But the fantasy is that they all die this year. A- absolutely. That's the fantasy. That's the New Year yeah. fantasy. Did you watch the video of me watching Hereditary? It was plane? fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. That was one of my favorite horror movie moments. I didn't particularly love that film. That moment I, was one of the best cinema moments of the year. But I was really like, yes. And I, I live for Tony Collette air climbing through through the house and then chasing her son and just get, 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 get on the attic. I didn't see that part. Oh, that's right, because they cut so much for the But plane. I also only got like a quarter of the way there. I'm excited about watching the later episodes of My Brilliant Friend when they get older and are together, and I do feel that's what we're going to be like. We're going to be like these two older women walking around laughing and kind of borderline. I, I do hope there are some them. other people in our lives, if that in fact happens. It cannot be just us. It is no, no, no. Well, Jeremy okay. will be there, you know, Russell, Kirsten, <laughs> like the people who are in our lives now. Yes. I love that I said Russell before Kirsten. I mean, I, but, I get it. <laughs> about Russell? Yeah. He's young, so he's definitely going to be there unless something tragic happens to him. He's so tall, though. Tall people die young. Ah, well, maybe he will. Um, and then, you know, our, the friends that we have now. I can't think of a one. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Clark. Um, we Parker Posey. Well, she's my friend. She is your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Well, I guess that's it. I think we've I done. love you too, Stuart. Ha- Don't oh, be sad. Oh, right. Okay, I could feel... I mean, Neil Beasley. I can do... Okay. I can, like, do all the friends' math. Harriet, do not be mad um, if you watch Mark this video. Because I know you will not. Um, because you've had enough of me. Uh... Um, yeah. what, what do you want to say? Friends. friends, we're not going to list all of our friends on this. Pat, Patreon members, thank you, thank you for being involved. Get I mean, other really people thank involved. You. It's amazing when people give us money. I cannot even believe it. It is so. I mean, we do create a community. Your support has allowed us to do something we like. It's true. It's a lot of things something we like, which we're guessing you like too. We're hoping you like too, because if we have to, we actually won't stop. <laughs> Even if we had no viewers or listeners, we will continue just speaking into it, the void. It really was your goal when we started this that we would do this forever. And I remember when you said it, I was like, <laughs> well, and you're like, no, Jack, we're going to do it forever. Because a podcast that starts and then stops is, there's nothing that more is depressing. depressing to me. That's depressing. It's truly like, what happened? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? What happened to you guys that you can't be friends or show up for one hour a week? I know. Just just one time a week. It really is. It is a thing about consistency and this inconsistent time. Don't you want some consistency? I do believe that consistency is key, and that is why I'm a successful person. Credit card queen. That is so sad. You guys, We work so hard, and it's really... It's really wild. But we've chosen to not have real jobs, and it's our fault, and I accept that. Real jobs. I mean, I'm going to push back on that, because when I think about some real jobs, and like... worker, fireman. Okay, those are real. Do you want me to name some more? A plumber. Accountant. Electrician, accountant, doctor. Doctor. Nurse. Engineer. Bus driver. Plumber. MTA, the people... Teacher. 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 I'm a teacher. You're I have a, a real job. You're a teacher. Um, the people, by the way... Who work in the MTA. Domestic engineer, mothers, mothers, parents. That's a real job. That's true. Um. All right. So, in wrapping up, we the dance and stuff show. Our first video of this podcast is is up. It 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 is up and out, and it is available for our Patreon members. Oh, and how, um, how did you, you like it, Reed? Oh my god, I I thought it was great. Yeah, um, it's, I, it's amazing. It's our show. I mean, the editing is really yeah. The editing well done, made Jeremy. it into something because really apparently it. we talked yeah. for an hour and it's a five minute video, which is so nice. We we really we really can give a lot of content. <sighs> That's true. That's true. More we, than we, anybody we really wants. Have, anyhow, if you want to see this video, you go to Patreon. You go to dance and stuff, you become a member, and then you will get access to the video. Yeah, do that. We're heading into New Year's. Do you, what do you, do you have any, well, I guess we already said it. We've, we've talked about everything we wanted in this way, didn't we? My wish for myself, my resolution. Yeah, I what's your resolution? Yeah. My resolution is to um, just look and I thought of it when we were at the Hard Nut because you were wearing an outfit. And I was like, you know, I should at least make a small effort with my clothes when I'm out in the world. So I think this year I want to just like get a couple pe- like better pieces that I can wear throughout the whole day that will um, that could also make me look like a presentable, not garbage person when I go to the show in the evening. That's and good. my other thing is I just want to smell good. better. I want to choose a perfume and like, cause I love when people have on perfume. I'm going to give uh, you know, a suggestion on that, which is on Florage on 13th street. I love that store as a place to get essential oils and they have um, a defeat, like a, a spray, an atomizer thing that you can, so you can make your own in that. And what you do is you just put like 20 drops of your favorite essential oil or oils, you can do a blend and then fill the rest with rubbing alcohol, which will work as a natural bacteria killer for deodorant. <laughs> cool. And then just spray that under your arms. And that's what I've been doing for yards. On Florage. And every time I walk in somewhere, people are like, oh, that smells so That's good. true. Everybody does comment on your s- odor. <laughs> scent (laughs) on your odor (laughs) my new year's resolution the first one that i thought of was i want to this is so this is sound so crazy is i want to try and have more fun somehow okay i don't even i don't even really know what that means i think it's kind of a way of interfacing with life i i can really meet uh tasks and sort of all things with a kind of grim force and um I'd like to somehow, uh, f- f- like, have more fun. Um, maybe that means going out dancing, or <laughs> that, made, that made me sad just I saying I know, it when loud. you said that loud, I was, um, my body got so tired. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, something, something. Um, and then... I think we should just have more regular uh, game nights. I think we should have more regular game nights. I do think there's something about a kind of sociability. Uh, and then... Uh, it was just so wild. Like, all the injuries and all the work this past year, I feel like, did kind of... It it gave me an isolative turn. Um, and then, I guess, I, I also have an, an external one um, to match yours, which is uh, I want to rehab up these, like, foot and calf and 
all that just better and have a better gym. Oh, routine. yeah. I need to amp up my physical practice slightly in preparation for... I feel yours is really good. Why do you feel that? You take Cunningham class. Twice a week. You take Cunningham class, your body looks totally together. It's, uh, you know, I feel like, I, I feel like, I mean, you're naturally predisposed to being, you know, a kind of more together body, mm-hmm. whereas mine is, as we know. And as I found out with that low free tea... This, I'm this osteoporosis, you know, 80 year old woman. So um, <laughs> I have to, I need to, I need to kind of find a way to uh, flip that around. Um, so, but that's it. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have some, go take some kind of dance classes um, together. Or what if we started seeing a trainer together? Wouldn't that be amazing? Like a personal trainer who had us like lift weights. Well, any personal trainers out there who love the podcast and don't want to give money, but do want to give their time, please. That'd be amazing. Jack- if you want to do a donation in kind to like two skinny witches. Yeah, we just need really we need to keep our bodies from shattering. And I think it's I think we do have to kind of we have really maintained a willowy force. And I think now we, it is, we have to kind of get some more muscle around the Or if you're training to be a Pilates teacher, what have you, just give us an email and we will be your subjects. And Pilates is great. And I am someone who has taken Pilates and taught Pilates for years, but I'm looking to like lift weights and do squats. Why? In a way that someone's like, do it like this. Because... I, my doctor was like, do legs at the gym to free up that tea, honey. Well, all you have to do is like 12 squats before bed. 12 squats before bed. I love that. <laughs> Maybe that'll be it. And all of a sudden you'll like, next time you see me, I'll be like, hey, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it. Fitness goals, joy goals, dressing goals, smell goals. Okay. Yes. Those, those are the 2019 goals. Um, you summed it up. All right, great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, another thank you so much for tuning in and hopefully becoming a supporter on Patreon and, um, uh, you know, support from viewers like you, PBS. Thank you, everybody. We loves you. We loves you.